Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio. What are you doing? Are you singing? You like just yeah, you just rapping to well, it. Like I, keep, I, keep, I keep I keep a tune in my heart, you know what I'm saying, Jay. It's gotta be you gotta be it's positivity. Keep keep a jingle around. Like Christmas. It's Christmas time. Well, it's not Christmas time. It's not even Thanksgiving time. Uh, it's Jay yeah. Lawrence on Rock and Roll American Football. This is Carter, the Carter, the the beatboxer, the man. Listen, listen. If if Hallmark or this, I guess it's ABC Family or Freeform in the United States, if they're playing Christmas movies, it's Christmas time. It's yes, yes. We are all slaves to capitalism. I get it. However, you know. Netflix has them on my algorithm. They send them to me, so this is what this is what. Time so you just basically is. watch loads of bad net, uh, bad Netflix Christmas movies in like the middle of November. Uh, bad. Uh, watch your mouth. They are very good. I love uh, Christmas. Was it Christmas Switch with Vanessa Hudgens? Great film. And there's two sequels. I would get into it, Jay. Christmas Switch Three. Which is that your favorite out of the I'm three? I'm sorry, it is Christmas Switched again. That is. The <laughs> <one>. <laughs> is it like Freaky Friday, but about but with Christmas? Uh, yes, yeah, sort of. There are two doppelgangers played by the same person, a la um, another classic film, which is The Parent Trap by Lindsay mm. Lohan. Yep. Um, they get they meet in some fictional European town, and they are doppelgangers, and so they switch lives. A princess for a. a baker oh yeah. Oh show. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. just typical. I love it when they get to the fictional European town as well, and yeah, then yeah, like, yeah. and it's just like it basically like you've never been to Europe, and they just think it's just like this fairy tale of a land. It looks like a Christmas town. Yeah, it looks, that's it. Yeah, yeah, like oh, I mean, Switzerland sort of does, anyways. But yeah, I, I yeah. went to when I was uh, when I was in the states. I remember I went to Thanksgiving in uh, this town outside New York. It was in New Jersey, and uh, there was. Um, they basically used to film loads of Christmas movies in this town because it just right. looked so Christmassy. It's just like one of those places. Uh, anyway, less about Christmas switched or Christmas switch again, or whatever it is. Uh, and more about the, uh, the NFL American football and all of that. Uh, the big news, the small news, the medium news and the blowout news as well. I guess that's where we're going to start this week, Carter, aren't we? Uh, let's talk about the biggest surprise of week 10. I'll tell you what, it feels like a lot has happened in the past week, to be honest with you. Starting yeah. with the the Odell Beckham Jr. trade, uh, not trade, sorry, uh, the signing signing, signing yeah. to the Rams, to the LA Rams, which was a little bit of a surprise, I will say. To uh, me too, to me too. Uh, and then uh, Robert Woods, the wide receiver for the Rams, the same day or the next day, goes out with an ACL injury for the rest of the season. So, mm -hmm. uh, and then you know that's not even taken into account the the bona fide blowouts. Is there, is there mm. any other way of putting it? The bona fide blowouts that occurred over the weekend. Who would have thought that the following would have happened? The Dolphins beat the Ravens. The Steelers and the Lions tie. Uh, Washington beats the Buccaneers. Uh, where else are we? Panthers beat the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. And the Packers. Well, I wouldn't say this is necessarily a blowout at the same time, but 17. They whooped, they whooped, them. They whooped they on the Seahawks. And yeah. then just last night, the 49ers beat the Rams 31-10. Uh, Carl, that's a it's, a, it's a bit mad, isn't it? It is. 
if you like lopsided scoring, I think it's fantastic. If you're a fan of one of those teams, I think it's a fantastic result. I think outside of the, I think it's always exciting when teams score, you know, you're in the 30s. If you put up 40 points in a team, mm. like that that that's a whooping. Um as long as the other team didn't put 35 on you. <laughs> <laughs> but I it is I don't think it damages the quality, I guess. Like there's still they were still exciting games. I like seeing touchdowns. I like seeing, you know, lots of passing yards. I like seeing uh good quarterbacks come back to play. I don't like uh, Green Bay blanking Seattle, however, mm. it's just so I I was I liked some of the games uh, and the others I saw highlights of, but I wasn't try, I, I wasn't as displeased by. It. Were you? Well, the Green Bay game is a is one that we can talk about because that was an interesting one. Seventeen nothing they beat the um, Seattle Seahawks, and you know those really it was ten nothing for a while, and in fact for the majority of the time it was like three nothing. Yeah, it was not inc- exactly a shootout. Between- no, but that's what you were expecting though. You were expecting the shootout between Aaron Rodgers and between Russell Wilson. Now Russell Wilson came back for his uh, first game, and I think it was six or seven weeks after that finger injury. I mean, mm. you can say you can say it had nothing to do with the score, but Bit of a coincidence, isn't it? Has he come uh, back a little uh, bit early? Russell, do you know what Russell I mean? Says, Russell says it has nothing nothing to do with his finger. Uh, and so I'm going to believe Russell Wilson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess, I guess he's, he's the best person to believe. But I mean, he is going to say that though, isn't he? He naturally is going to say that because he's going to want to – I mean, he's going to play next week because what other opportunities – what other alternatives do they have? Yeah. Geno's, you know. Uh, but I, like I, I think Seattle's done. I think oh, their yeah. season. I think their season's done, and Russell Wilson is easily the best player on that team, the most impactful player on that team. I'm glad that he is back. Hopefully, next week he performs better. But their defense not very good. Their offense still not great, even with Russell being back. It's it was a and this was a no offense to our uh, leading epidemiological expert in the league now, Mister Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> who was back with his team. Better than Jordan Love, but outside of their defense, their offense didn't look very good either. No, I mean we'll move on. We can move on to the to the to the Rams 49ers. That one's a surprise as well, purely because the 49ers have been so bad recently, especially mm. at home, uh, and the Rams have been so good. And I think there was a lot of um, what's the word? Sort of fanfare, I suppose. Is that the right word to use after Odell Beckham Jr. You know, join the Rams. You're sort of expecting this explosive offense to just put up ten points. I mean, that was a surprise as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think there were rumors. As an aside, I thought there were rumors before the game that he was going to return a punt. I don't know if he actually did. I didn't. Right. I, didn't I, I mean, didn't what he, what it. did happen is is that he was the first player targeted in the whole game. <laughs> Which I think I just think is a, it's just a sign. It's You're just, sending the signals. You're seeing, yeah, Matt Stafford, do your thing. Do what you got to do. Uh, but then he, I think, uh, let me just double check this, but I believe he just caught three catches as well. Yeah. So two receptions it was, two receptions in the game for a total of 18 yards. So I don't think he necessarily was uh, the target monster that he was he was hoping to be in that instance. Well, I mean, it, it is his first game. I, mm. Hopefully, I mean, he might know the system now, but I, like, it's, you know, it's his first game. I tell you what, they are, are they not the team to watch? <laughs> Von Miller and Odell Beckham yeah. Jr. additions mid-season. I'm pretty sure the Rams, I, I don't know, what the, I don't bet. So they have to be the favorites 
Well, I don't know if they're the favourites now, losing 31-10 to the 49ers. Oh, yeah. You know, That's I don't true. think that they're necessarily the favourites. But, uh, you know, and, and do you know what? We'll have to just, we'll, we'll finish on the, we could go through so many different games. And I, I will touch on a couple a bit later anyway. Uh, but the one that we do need to bring out was Washington 29, Buccaneers 19. Now, Taylor Heineke, under centre for Washington, it's the exact same scenario that happened in the playoffs last year, if you remember. Uh, the yeah. Buccaneers managed to beat uh, uh, the Washington football team then, but it was a close one. And, it, and it's interesting because Bruce Arians basically came out in the last week or so, basically being like, well, if we knew that Taylor Heineke was going to start, then we, you know, it, it wouldn't have been so close, essentially. And that, that's not exactly what he said, but it's what, you know, he got at, basically. Right. And then he goes and loses 29 <laughs> uh, Tom Brady with. Not Couple the picks, best man. game of his career. Not the best. Not the best. Look, last week I was praising him because he was 44 and, <laughs> and doing the things he was doing. He looked 45 this week. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, I mean, I, I, I appreciated, by the way, his post-game press conference where he was just pissed. He mm. was just upset that he was just short answers and I'm 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 mad because losing sucks and I know that my clock is ticking and I don't have a lot of opportunities and I really want to get back. I mean, he's a he's a champion. He's the champion of champions in all of NFL history, one could argue. Um, but he was just bitter about the loss, which is understandable. So that made me feel a little bit better about it, but no, he did not perform well this week. And his coach uh, backed that up, which, you know, you got to love Bruce Arians for that. Exactly, yeah. And you know what? Credit to him as well because, you know, it's easy just to, it'd be easy just to say, no, Tom's the GOAT. <laughs> yeah. You know? Bruce Arians is, Bruce Arians is going Bruce Arians. He is yeah. who he is and Tom Brady knows that and I honestly think that Tom Brady appreciates that because I don't think Bill Belichick should. treated him with, with kid gloves either. No, no, no. And, you know, but I, you know, there's a little bit of a difference. I can't imagine Bruce Belichick going out and, uh, you know, saying... Uh, Bill Belichick. Uh, sorry, Bill, Bill Belichick. I'm, I'm just mixing the two there. Uh, Bill Belichick going out and saying, um, you know, Tom was played poorly or whatever. It's a bit more behind the scenes. It's a bit more subtle. You yeah, need yeah. to sort of pick yeah. out these subtleties. But, um, yeah. but yeah, you know, you know what? You're right, because as soon as... Um, Tom Brady, you know, he might be the greatest of all time, but if you treat him like the greatest of all time whilst he's the uh, whilst he's your quarterback, um, the results probably aren't going to quite be as good as you'd expect them if to be. If he screws up, he Tom Brady barks at everybody on the on the sideline routinely. They show it during the games. He bark at his ass too. I don't come on, Tom Brady. You're a big boy. <laughs> You're a big boy. That's a nice little quote about Tom Brady there. Something that. <laughs> Um, you got seven rings, Tom. So I want to talk about something that happened regarding the New York Jets over the last few days. And I just think that there's, there's, you know what? And I don't know if you know this about me, Carter, but I love a little bit of sass. I love it when people get a little <laughs> bit of sass, a bit sassy. I think it's brilliant. And I think it's brilliant in the NFL as well, because it does happen. It doesn't happen. I mean, with players, it might happen more, but it's almost like expected, right? Mm. Um Especially with certain certain positions, cornerbacks, wide receivers, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't happen with coaches so much mm. because you know coaches tend to just be a little bit more uh, reserved, or they 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 won't necessarily step out of line. You know, they might say some things about the refs and get fined, but rarely do they say things about each other. Now, I love this 
He might not be a current coach, but it's still funny. Uh, so former New York Jets head coach Rex Ryan has been uh, uh, mouthing off about uh, Robert Sala and the current New York Jets organization, to which point Robert Sala says, on Rex Ryan, he knows where to find me. He's always got something to say. I've never met Rex. I've never had a conversation with Rex. I don't even know him except for people who know him throughout the league. Obviously, if that's personal for him, he knows where to find me, Sala mm. said uh, on the Michael K show. I love a little bit of sass. I think that Robert Sala has displayed that right there. Uh, so I was, I was wondering, first of all, Who'd win in a fight? Who would win in a fight? Robert Saller, Rex Ryan. They're, they're in a ring. They're, they're getting a ring. Straight, straight to the point, Jay. Just saying. I am going to say Robert Saller. Yeah. Uh, because Rex Ryan. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm, last Robert Saller is, 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 is properly in shape. He's fit. Thank you very much. Thank you. That, that's what I was looking for. Because last, I got in trouble last week saying something about Roethlisberger's burgers and people. Yeah, I know. Cut that out just in case. Hey, so. <laughs> and I brought it up again. My bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, Robert Sala is a is a current NFL coach, and contrary to popular belief, those coaches coaches have to be in shape too. Mm. Got to be in in pretty good shape. Um, and okay, second of all I, then, second of yeah. all, if two head coaches decided to get in a ring, who would you like to see? Okay, I would like to see Mike Tomlin versus anybody else. Mm, okay, why? Because Tomlin is kicking butt. Who, 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 who wants to fight Mike Tomlin? Who? Um, what what okay. celebrity, what NFL coach death match is a, is a, a, a reference to an old MTV like stop animation show? You remember that celebrity death match? Absolutely not. No. Oh, geez. It was these like claymation. Is it like gladiator? Uh, but yes, but like claymation dolls. <laughs> oh, like right, you okay, actually, they would build celebrities in these like clay things and uh, they would fight each other in a ring and it was super violent, right. but it was clay, so it wasn't a big deal. But who was the – I think Mike Tomlin's the guy. So Mike That's Tomlin, Mike. okay. I'm thinking either Bruce Belichick uh, – sorry, Bill Belichick. I've done it again. Bill <laughs> Belichick and Bruce Arians or oh. – um, or you can go with like the 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 young like fit guys. Do you know what I mean? You could go with the right. Robert Sala and the Cliff Kingsbury's of the right. world mm-hmm. and actually see a good fight. Sure, I would like to see um, Rich Bisaccia. Oh yeah, and his former boss. Say that again. Last one. His, his former boss, John Gruden. I would like to see that one. That would be Rich Bisaccia, who worked under John Gruden for a long time. I'm sure mm. they are still close. I'm sure they were close then. Uh, but, you know, uh, John Gruden's currently suing the NFL. I think he's got a little tension. He might want to get out. Oh, yeah. I think, I yeah, think that's yeah. probably true. Well, you know what? This did get me thinking about the biggest current NFL rival- rivalries. You know, I don't, I'm not necessarily even talking about teams and anything. You know, I'm talking about, you know, it can be teams. But I'm, th- I'm thinking like players and, you know, coaches that, that have some sort of bitterness maybe towards each other and you just sure. think need to just sit down and just make up uh, for the good of the NFL. Uh, so who would you like to make up, Carter? Who do you think that would be good if they just sat down together and just managed to um, to talk things through? So that's a good question. I did not think about that second part. I just wanted people to fight some more. Um, <laughs> so, But I would say that if I'm – so for the past – 
two seasons, so this season and last season, there has been a natural rivalry for some, you know, between the Patriots and the Bucks, mm-hmm. a la Tom Brady's divorce and all the all the other stuff. Um, the I think that the Patriots are have this like a slightly longer term positive trajectory than the Bucks do. Mm-hmm. And so I think for that reason, perhaps we should let that rivalry in quotations sort of go by the wayside. That I mean, Tom Brady proved himself in his first season. He couldn't he could not have done better. No. Uh and I think of the rookie quarterbacks in the league, I believe Mac Jones, I think is his name, is is the best of the rookie quarterbacks. And with that system and with the team that the like the season that the Patriots are putting together, I think they're gonna be they're gonna continue to get better a lot quicker than I thought they would. And so I don't know if it's that much of a rivalry as mm-hmm. it sh- should be, or as if there should be, you know, at each other's throats as we think there should be, but I think yeah. they're gonna be fine. I think they're gonna be fine. Um, what about I'm, what about you? I'm going to say that Bill Belichick and the uh, the head coach of the New England Patriots, of course, and the Cleveland Browns organization just need to sit down. <laughs> they need to sit down. Cleveland Browns, uh, sorry, the Belichick, of course, was Cleveland's uh, head coach uh, yeah. a, a long time ago, 1991 to 1995. He then went back. Uh, to, then he went to the Patriots. Uh, was the uh, assistant head coach there under Bruce Parcells? Uh, same oh, thing Bill, goes. Bill Parcells. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting my Bruce and Bills. Man. That's, the, uh, that's several times it's it happened. It um, is, yeah. And uh, then he went to the Jets uh, with Parcells again. No, he, uh, and then he got offered the job, and then it was a whole thing where he was only like the he was a head coach, but for like a day before he joined the New England Patriots as head coach. But he hates the Cleveland Browns. He hates the Cleveland Browns, as proven, as proven by the result this weekend when uh, the New England Patriots absolutely destroyed the Cleveland Browns. Now, they had an opportunity to sort of, you know, just sort of let up, but they thought, Mm. nah, nah, don't want to do that. 45-7, Mayfield, uh, uh, Mayfield, that the quarterback for the the Browns was out for the ge- earlier in the game. It yeah. was not a contest, yeah. and he did not let up. He does not like the Browns. They need to have a sit down, put it behind them because it's been over twenty five years, long time. And, and then they can just hopefully work together. Well, not even work together, but they can just you know maybe find some peace in their hearts towards each other. I by peace in their hearts, I think peace in his heart because. The mm. Browns have been inconsequential for a long time. Yeah, fair point. And, yeah. and it's, it's like the, kicking them when they've been down. I mean, they they tried to get up this year and they put themselves down. That's not my fault. The and it's it's the Belichicks of the world that should probably massage that big old muscle in the center of his chest to just calm yeah. those nerves and to. I mean, I am. I don't mind. And when teams in quotations run up the score, mm. you are. It is a game. This is a is a tough game to play. Uh, football ain't tennis, 
<laughs> football ain't tennis. Best quote of the year. Uh, <laughs> that's the episode title. Football ain't tennis. <laughs> it's what I'm saying. And if you're, they do this in basketball as well, like baseball, there's unwritten rules or whatever when people do things when they, oh, you've won the game, calm down. We are playing. And everyone is, pl- like there's team dynamics and there's individual dynamics and you're playing for like contracts and all that other stuff. And I remember a couple of years ago when, uh, there was a receiver that needed a, another, like a two more receptions. It was on Seattle, and like Russell Wilson audibled uh, a play at the end of a game to get him like his bonus. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like mm. let's like we're all in the same game here. Let's calm down on the don't run up the game because our feelings are hurt. Get a give me a break. Football ain't tennis, guys. Football <laughs> football ain't tennis. Uh, um. All right. So I just want to. In fact, I'll leave this to you now because there's two particular divisions, Carter, that you want to just focus on and we can uh, sort of, uh, you know, get towards maybe not the nitty gritty as per, but we can, you know, look at two different divisions that you are particularly interested in right now, one in the AFC and one in the NFC. Yeah, so I'm just intrigued because this week, week 10, there were blowouts, like four or five. Uh, There was a dreadful tie. What a terrible game between the Lions and the Steelers. Steelers without Ben Roethlisberger's. It was uh, ooh, a slog. But the previous week as well, some of the games were, you know. And so I was thinking about which divisions were the most interesting to watch and will be the most interesting to watch going forward. Not just by records, but just generally. And I think for me, uh, it's been – oh, it going forward, it will be the uh, AFC West – with the Chiefs now, by the way, with two losses by the Raiders and the Chargers and then a single win by the Chiefs, they're now at the top of the division. Like, mm-hmm. And they looked like, I don't want to say of old, but the Chiefs that we knew they could be. And I think the Chargers are still – so the Raiders are sort of on a downward trend. The Broncos are similar. And so that's – an. It'll be an interesting fight to see who wins the AFC West between the Chiefs and the Chargers, particularly if the Chiefs continue on this path, but then, you know, have a couple of slips up because I think they're playing uh, next week, they're playing the Cowboys. That's going to be a hell of a game. Uh, But then in the NFC, it's easily the NFC West because you've got two of maybe one of the like leading. There's no. There's no obvious great team in the league this year. That's my opinion. Do you agree with that? Would you agree with that? There's, there's no, no there's obvious, no like obvious. Front running team. No, no. I'd say that um, you know the the Kyler Murrayless Cardinals has has been you know they obviously lost to the Panthers last week. The only yeah. other team I'd say maybe the Packers. Maybe, but that's from a record perspective. They they didn't. Yeah, put you're, right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, but but speaking of the Cardinals, it's the NFC West because you've got. The Cardinals and the Rams, particularly with the Rams addition, we talked about it last week where, you know, they've added these pieces. They've sent all their draft picks to the far ends of the world because they don't care about them that much. But uh, the Cardinals, even though they lost this week because they didn't have Kyler Murray, they didn't have DeAndre Hopkins, they didn't have a couple other folks uh, because of injuries um, and I think some COVID stuff. But they are maybe the best team in the league this year. And I think that is going to be a fight for the rest of the season. And particularly um, because I think Kyler Murray might be the leading MVP candidate this year. Would you, would you say that? 
Uh, I'd say he's up there. I think it depends on how much more time he misses. To be honest, I mean, if yeah, this was towards yeah. the, if this was a bit further on at the end of the season, you know how it's kind of slightly, slightly skewed sometimes if you miss time towards the end of the season. But yeah, um, you know, he's missed two games. Might not be ready for the next game either, by the sounds of things. It's always funny, isn't sure. it? Because actually, over the last two games, they've said, "Oh, he might be ready. He might be ready." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's exactly. like, well, he's obviously not. You knew he was not <laughs> because he's just missed yeah. several games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So um, I think I, I think their this their week ten loss to the Panthers. I mean, they the Panthers were booed because Cam Newton came back mm. and scored two touchdowns on his first two touches. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, that's great. We haven't even mentioned that Cam Newton came we back. That's, that's, that that's, 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 that's the madness back. of the last seven days. Yeah, you know, so yeah. much going on. But I think they have some quality wins this year. I think uh, Kyler Murray is playing fantastically well, mm-hmm. and I think that if slash when the Rams click. Yeah. Not that they're not. They're well, they not lost as, two in a row now. They've lost, lost two yeah, in a row. The Rams. Exactly. When they click, especially if if Odell Beckham slides into that, you know, high powered potentially offense, mm-hmm. and then Von Miller settles in with Aaron Donald on the defensive end, and I mean that's a team. That is a team built for today, built for this season. I think it's going to be a a, a dog fight in that division. Well, do you know what? Do you know what? It, 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 it's obviously obviously it matters who finishes first but in my mind there is no doubt that both of those teams are going into the playoffs the Cardinals make the playoffs, and the Rams yeah. 49ers it's possible they uh, you know it definitely is possible they just got to get some wins together Seahawks yeah. are going to make it very difficult for themselves it's, it's unlikely in my opinion that they are going to be able to make it to the playoffs um, and, and that's all that's just in the NFC West and, and I agree with what you're saying about the Arizona Cardinals as well is that when Kyler Murray was playing in particular, Kyler Murray, you know, and and Nuke as well. They were they were fun to watch. They yeah. were fun to watch. Totally. Now, and that doesn't mean that they can't get back like that again. You just sort of hope that they can get back into the rhythm as well, because Kyler Murray, uh, no doubt, has been one of the most, if not the most, exciting player in the NFL this year. Easily. Um, and it's just funny just watching him play as well, because he hasn't even been focusing so much on the run. Mm. You know, before he was, he was exciting to watch in previous seasons because he was scrambling, right. either because he was holding on to the ball or because you know the def- the defensive line of the other team were going through and he just had to run and he was good at it. You know, he yeah. he was the only person better than than him, I think, in the league at rushing as a quarterback will be Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So he was good at it, but he's not been doing that. He's not mm. been doing that anywhere near as much. But what he can do is he can throw an absolute dime. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, Cardinals been one of the most exciting teams, and do you know what? Credit to Cliff Kingsbury as well, I suppose, the head coach, because over the last few years they've sort of been they've seen glimpses, but they've mm. not been there, you know. And there, there was there was talk that maybe he would be under pressure this year, but unless things go very wrong in the second half of this season, I think he's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, and the Rams as well. I'm just intrigued by the Rams because, you know, you can have everything on paper. And you can hope that everything sort of clicks in. And in the NFL, more than most other sports, it does sort of work out that way. Because if you do your job, then it should work. But yeah. sometimes it doesn't it doesn't quite. You can have all these stars. And if it doesn't quite click, it doesn't quite click. I'm not too worried about the fact that they've lost two games, to be honest with you. No, because, you know, you've got a whole half a season. And if you manage to get a few wins together just right when you need to towards the end of the season, it doesn't really matter. You know, you'd rather have those wins then than you would do now. So I'm not too worried about it. And they're still seven and three. It does mean, though, that, yeah, they did have an opportunity there to go eight and two with the Cardinals if they'd beaten the 49ers. But um, they 
did not do that. So, so they've got, they got a bye week next week, and the week after that, they're playing the Packers, which is going to be a game. That's it. That's an exciting game. And, and, but then they've got the Jags after that, and then again, oh, so another solid one, which is the Cardinals, and that's I mean, that's exactly that's a big game. That's a huge game. So they're gonna it's gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see how they go. And, and just, twelve or so. Let me just touch on the AFC West as well because I know you mentioned the AFC West, and that you are counting out. Oh, you're, you're you're counting out the Raiders and the Broncos. I think that the Raiders, unfortunately, have just had the uh, two or three weeks from hell. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I don't think you could have written have. any worse. <laughs> sure. You know, it's yeah, yeah, and, and okay. I do feel bad for a lot of people in that organization because they they're just a. Uh, the the, the uh, what's the phrase been, I'm looking for? They are the result. They are the result, or they, or they are just the not the result. They are the innocent bystanders potentially. Some of these sure, players, sure. some of these coaches that you know didn't Ugh. know anything, have anything to do with anything over the last few weeks with the uh, Henry Ruggs incident, or uh, obviously, and with uh, all the John Gruden stuff too. So yeah. what's happened there is that you you might have had this sort of effect from there. Uh, the yeah. Broncos, I know you're saying on there on the downward trade, it's just, they're, very, they're very up and down, the Broncos. I think they're kind of interesting to watch for that reason, purely because they can just be Teddy Bridgewater and co can be excellent. And the next week sort of be subpar, to be honest with you. And that's what I think is quite interesting. I'm not saying that they'll, they're going to win the division, but they might be in it. They might be there or thereabouts. Um, yeah. And the Chargers as well. You're always going to have a chance with Justin Herbert, but I, I don't feel like they are as consistent as they would want to be right now. But then the Chiefs aren't either. That's why it's all to, up to grabs. So, up exactly. To grabs. That's exactly it, which is if you're talking about, I mean, so the, about consistency, the Chiefs won three in a row. They weren't great wins, but they were wins. And the Raiders have lost two in a row, particularly after just hellacious weeks internally. Uh, but I... <sighs> The inconsistency across the board makes it interesting to watch, but you also know that at least, I mean, honestly, all four of them could be playoff teams. Like there are playoff caliber teams, rather. Whether or not they'll make it is is a, is a separate consideration, but they are, can be playoff caliber teams if they play as they yeah. can, theoretically. So, yeah. Anyways. Um, let's... Let's do something, actually. Let's just end on something that we didn't do last week. And this is my fault because uh, I put some of these categories together when we did the mid-season awards. So we did the offensive player. We did the defensive player. We didn't do the MVP because I'm an idiot. It's the biggest one. <laughs> we didn't do the MVP. So can we just assign our mid-season MVP and just hope that they turn up to the uh, mid-season ceremony? Sure, um, sure. Is there somebody that comes to mind for you? So if we're talking just mid-season performance, because he might yeah. not be around for the end of the season, uh, it's Derrick Henry. Oh, you're just saying, you're just you're saying, just straight up, straight up, Derrick Henry. And, it, and in and in fact, if he makes it back for the what he would make it back in January, so that's mm-hmm. mm, yeah, yeah. So we're talking playoffs, and he if the Titans make it to the playoffs, I don't know when in the playoffs that would be. When Do you know up top of your head? I, I don't know. Well, the, the, the playoffs? Like when Derrick Henry would be back and uh, assume the Titans make the playoffs. They're potentially even the first, you know, for the for the wild card round potentially. It, yeah, but, okay. you know, that is a, you know. You don't want a Russell Wilson situation. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. If, if he makes it back, and let's say the Titans are, who are good enough to make it, or they've proved themselves in the last couple of weeks good enough to make it, 
to keep winning without him. If he comes back and pushes that team through the playoffs, I could make the case, and I obviously clearly don't vote for these things. Couldn't couldn't you see someone making the case that he would still be the MVP? I think someone could make the case, but I don't think that he would I don't think he'd get a vote. I don't think it'd be a winning case, no, <laughs> but it'd be a case. Other than that, uh, I think it's it's uh, Kyler Murray. But what do you think? I think that there are four potential players. Um, they're all quarterbacks because, let's be honest, quarterbacks only really win this uh, award. Yes. So I think Kyler Murray, I think that if he were to come back and play lights out even better than he was playing beforehand – then he's got a very strong chance. Tom Brady has just been, you know, apart from that last game, he's been very consistent throughout the whole thing. Hmm. Um, Matthew Stafford has been better for the Rams in general than I think that they would have hoped. I think that he's been worth the uh, the outlay mm-hmm. uh, of the two first round picks. And the other person we haven't really spoken about very much, and wrongly, wrongly on our behalf, Hmm. is Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Who is projecting to be the first player in league history to pass for 4,000 yards while running for 1,000 yards, uh, which is uh, uh, well, just an incredible stat, to be it's honest with you. Nuts. Nuts. And the Ravens, despite that loss to the Miami Dolphins, do remain uh, atop um, you know, the highly competitive AFC North. Uh, and especially if Jackson and uh, the Ravens have a good end to the season, uh, and you know, quite, quite, you know, well deserved as well. If if because the, you know Lamar Jackson, I think he gets more critics than a lot of quarterbacks, um, sure. unfairly. Yeah. Um, and uh, it wasn't that long ago, three or four years ago, that people were saying that he should be a wide receiver. So he's already won one MVP. He might win another one this year as well. That's fair. I to like good rushers, good non-quarterback rushers. Running, rushing for a thousand yards in a season, like that's a solid season. Mm. And yeah, exactly to, to do that as a quarterback and also throwing for that amount of yards, it would just be, especially if you win your division. That's, I mean, geez, that's well done. Can we? Can we? And I'm just going to end on Lamar Jackson. If you were to get an MVP, you know, imagine what that contract is going to be for him. <laughs> Oh, jeez. He is, is, uh, you know, he is going to become, he'll be a free agent in 2023. It will not come to that. No. Oh, jeez, no. Baltimore, that that might be the dumbest thing. It's not going to happen. Why are we even talking about it? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that, you you know. Do we know how much guaranteed money he's going to get? My goodness. Well, he, he, he has not signed a contract besides his rookie contract so next yeah. year he's due to earn 23 million dollars because of the fifth year option right. uh, now i suspect that there'll be a contract signed in the off season this current this coming off season because uh, otherwise you're just you're just leaving it too long you don't want no. to get to the franchise tag i suspect because that will just cost you a load of money yeah. uh but yeah lamar jackson potential mvp for this season carter thank you so much for today it was very kind of you and i think we all need to remember the the, the carter's famous adage of today football is not tennis guys <laughs> football is not tennis <laughs> i mean you can't play I mean, no, it isn't. No. Go on. You're going to say something there. Go on. Nope. 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 I was, I was, there was. Were you going to make a dirty joke about balls? I, I, <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. What <laughs> yeah, I thought what that was what it's going to be. 
All right, Carter, we'll speak next week. Yeah, Jay. Peace. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio.